It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Remenda. We're at SAP Center at San Jose watching the Winnipeg Jets finish up their practice as the Sharks face off against the Jets. And Drew, seeing those Jets uniforms and hearing the thwack of the puck against the glass brings back all kinds of memories because the last time the Sharks won a game, they beat the Jets. And you know what? Since then, the Jets haven't lost in regulation. Go figure. 7-0-2 since the, uh, since the Sharks beat them. This is a team that is what, one point out of the conference lead, I do believe. Um, Correct. They are a team that is built so well from goaltending to defense to forwards. There is a consistency in their game um, that they are the definition of hard to play against. They're physical, they're fast, they attack, they backtrack. This is a very well-coached, well-put-together team, and it will be a big, big test tonight for the Sharks. Sharks have lost nine in a row, as you said. They have points in nine in a row for the, uh, for the Jets. This is, a, this is a game where if you're not ready to play a game of intensity and physical uh, structure, you're going to be in trouble. This uh, particular podcast, The Morning Skate this morning, is uh, probably the center of the Rick Bonus fan club between the two of us. <laughs> yes. I've known Rick a long time, so have you. I think he does a really good job in bridging the, uh, the old school with the new school. And I was talking to Dylan DeMello, another yeah. great person uh, inside that locker room, and another one, Brendan Dillon, both saying the same thing, that it's because of his concern for them as people away from the game of hockey that gets them to respond to his coaching so well. Well, I asked uh, Rick a question today, which was, when you took over the Jets, what was the first domino you had to knock over? And he replied, on or off the ice, which I thought was brilliant because that goes to what you're talking about. That connection with the players is now so important. Back when I coached Danny, there was a connection with the players, but not where you had to worry about their feelings or concern yourself with how am I going to address this issue with the team or this individual? I'm going to go tell them, you got to straighten up your act. you got to do this better. you got to make sure you do that. And if you don't, you're not going to play, period, end of discussion. It was like our fathers, because I said so. That doesn't go anymore. It doesn't work. No. Rick Bonus grew up in that time, played in those times, grew up in that time, coached in those times, but now is in the time where he understands the mentality of the the modern day player and uh, talking to Adam Lowry which damn we're old pal um, Adam, he was eight years old eight years old when he was here he went on the ice when his dad Dave played for the Sharks he'd be I remember him be out skating him Stefan Mateau's son was out there my boys would be out there so you you look at uh, you look at Adam Lowry and he, he said it's a great 
dressing room. Guys all get along. Guys are uh, a, a team that, because Winnipeg is Winnipeg, as far as the city where it's located in northern Canada, uh, it's it's a smaller it's a smaller venue. You can't go to the beach. There is none. You can't go to the mountains. There is none. There's not much to do. So all the guys hang out together. They all, if they if they get a day off, they're all hanging out together. It's like when Joe Thornton was captain of the Sharks. Everybody hung out together, and it's a very close room. And Rick has a lot to do with that because it wasn't like that before, and it is now. And probably one of the big reasons they play so good. Well, it's also one of the reasons why you lose a guy like Kyle Connor, who is a star player, oh. and that usually kills you. And, and in fact, in the past for Winnipeg, if something like that would have happened, they would have had their their problems. But I'm looking at this team right now: six straight games that they have allowed two goals or less. Six straight. The Sharks have only done it eight times all year. Uh, you also compare the fact that you know they're 11-1 and two in their last 14 games with the one being right here at SAP. So that means they're going to be rather motivated tonight. <laughs> but it gets back to what Dylan DeMello called the total buy-in to the system that Rick Bonus is asking them to play. They don't question, and even when things are bad, they don't deviate from it. And they found out that when they don't do that, they're going to get rewarded a lot more often. And of course, it does help to have two excellent goaltenders. We saw Laurent Brassois here last time. He was superb, Fantastic. especially in the first period in that 2-1 Sharks win. But we're going to get Hellebuck tonight, and you've said it, and I agree with you, he may very well be the best goalie in hockey right now. Yep. When I look at Hellebuck, and we had a great talk with Wade Flaherty, former Shark great, uh, who was the goalie coach for the Winnipeg Jets. He was telling us about Hellebuck and the work that they put in. But the characteristics of Connor Hellebuck being, yes, he's that very talented guy. But you, how many times have you and I talked about this? Great just doesn't happen. Great has to be achieved, has to be worked on, has to be cultivated. And he's got, Connor Hellebuck has got that competitiveness in him. He's got that drive in him. We were just, before we just, after practice is all over, just a few guys left. Uh, everybody's going out to the bus. We saw Connor Hellebuck stretching before, after, like he working on his, working on his flexibility. There's a lot of things technically that go into Connor Hellebuck's game that you and I both like, but from the characteristic or tra human traits that he has, he wants to be the best in the world. And I think he is right now. His, his play, though, is like Vasilevsky would mask a lot of the problems Tampa would have when they were winning the Stanley Cup because, you know, you have your breakdowns. Connor Alibuck masks a lot of the breakdowns or the problems that Winnipeg has. Everybody's got their problems somewhere. But when you've got a guy like Connor Hellebuck, you can play a little bit freer uh, if you're the Winnipeg Jets. But the other thing, going back to about Rick Bonus and that buy-in, we, we saw that sign um, on their dressing room door, the Jets' vision. It's a breakdown of, it was what, seven or eight things about this is what the Winnipeg Jets are. That's a great reminder for the guys when they walk in. Just And it's... They'll look at it once in a while. It's not like they're studying it, but they'll look at it once in a while, and then it just reminds them, yep, this is who we are. Especially when you're in a game and you're, it's in the heat of the action and you're, you're searching to kind of get back. That kind of reminds you that's their identity. That's who the Jets are. You've also got two guys in particular. There's more than that in this room, but two guys in particular – uh, Dylan DeMello and Brendan Dillon, who in their years with the San Jose Sharks saw some pretty special things happening. They play, played with some pretty special teammates who could set the culture 
and they are a big part of doing that here in Winnipeg. And you know, I was talking to uh, Brendan Dillon about that, and he says that he looks back on those days with the Sharks with great fondness. Um, it just so happens this is the father's trip. So Ed Dillon and Tony DeMello are on this trip, and they're very familiar. They, he said they were showing the guys around Santana <laughs> Row yesterday. And, of course, Brendan lived over there when he was, when he was playing for this team. But he said that those experiences, those so-close moments for the San Jose Sharks, are, I, he thinks, going to help him deal with what the Winnipeg Jets are about to go through. And you know what? Wouldn't it be something? I'm going to put a scenario for you. Okay. See if Drew Mendel likes this one. If the Winnipeg Jets were to become the first team from Canada to win the Stanley Cup since Montreal did it and beat the Edmonton Oilers in the conference final, uh, let's just say game six in Edmonton. Well, I'll tell you what, if, if it gets to Winnipeg and Edmonton, it will be offense versus defense. It will be, uh, it will be a, a, re, a remake of Edmonton going last year against Vegas, where Vegas defensively were so good. And if you look at a team, and this is such a copycat league, if you look at a team like the Winnipeg Jets, they are built for a Stanley Cup run because of their depth, because of their buy-in to the, to the system, because of the fact they've got great goaltending. There's not much of a fall-off from the top line to the next line. When you know, their, you know the identity of the Winnipeg Jets, and the Sharks will have to be aware of that tonight. They certainly will, and they might need some special teams to help them out, yes. too, because Winnipeg, and if there's one weakness, their PK and their power play have not been going very well. And so maybe if you can hold them off on the 5-on-5, five five, Sharks won the 5-on-5 five five battle last game against Detroit. If they do that, they have a chance, I think, to get the victory. Now, we don't know who's in the lineup exactly tonight. We think Kapo Kakinen's getting the start in net, but they didn't practice this morning, so we're not absolutely sure. And we think there's a chance Mark Edward Vlasic might cycle in on defense, but we'll have to wait and see what the decision is this afternoon when head coach David Quinn decides to put up his lineup card. But bottom line is at 7 o'clock tonight, Brett Hedekin and I will have the call on the Sharks Audio Network with the Sharks and the Jets, and it's going to be a great one. Until then, that's the morning skate today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.